What's going on, guys? It's Matt from the Gen X Gamer Podcast, and I just wanted to say, after you listen to the show, be sure to go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a review. If you don't feel like typing on a review, that's fine. Use that star system instead. Five star if you like the show, one star if you don't. Also, hit that follow button so you stay up to date on the latest episodes, and hit that bell icon so you get notifications when the newest episodes drop. Also, you can drop by the X page if you have any topics or suggestions you would like for us to talk about, or if there's a game that you want us to play and review, you can leave that on there as well. So without further ado, guys, let's get right into the show. And it's Gen X Gamer Podcast. Podcast. What's going on, guys? And welcome back for another episode of the Gen X Gamer Podcast. I'm your host, Matty Ice, and this is your favorite podcast. So I want to come to you today with a little episode that I've been wanting to do. I've been sick the past couple days, or actually the past probably week. That's not really an excuse. I've also been trying to finish up Miles Morales because I recently bought Spider-Man 3 on the PS5. And I never really played Miles Morales. I played the first Spider-Man game. Just recently finished it up, probably about a month ago. Right after I finished that game, that's when I bought Spider-Man 3 on the PS5. But then I realized, you know, man, I never even played Miles Morales. So I probably need to play Miles Morales so I could get the full story. So I started playing Spider-Man 3 on the PS5. In the midst of that, I bought Miles Morales and I've been kind of playing it along and along. I kind of stopped playing Spider-Man 3 because I, I wanted to finish up Miles Morales before I finished up Spider-Man 3. I mean, that's not really what this episode's about, but I'm kind of get, giving you guys a rundown of what I've been doing and what's been going on. But uh, needless to say, I just actually finished up Miles Morales uh, uh, right before I started sitting down to record this podcast. So... Uh, fantastic game. I think I like Miles Morales a lot better than I did the first Spider-Man game. But uh, again, that's not what this podcast is about. Uh, what I wanted to talk about was I wanted to talk about Alan Wake 2 because I just, uh, in the midst of doing all, you know, playing through all those games, I did actually finish up Alan Wake 2. I was I was super stoked about Alan Wake 2 from the first time I saw it. It looked like an outstanding game. It looked fantastic. When I played through the game, and without fact-checking myself, I'm not really sure how many hours I've got into the actual game itself. But once I finished the game, I felt satisfied. It was everything I wanted it to be. It kind of exceeded expectations to, to say uh i think i played alan wake one i don't really remember a whole lot from alan wake one but i i, I do kind of remember playing that a little bit on the xbox 360 i don't recall much from it i kind of do remember playing it but uh alan wake 2 kind of like like i said from the first time i saw it it really stood out to me because it just looks so I, I really like scary stuff i love horror uh I, I, on the side i do a horror podcast called horror makes you brave with uh, my buddy landon we talk about horror movies and scary movies because i love horror and uh any any type of horror game i'm down for you know dead space uh resident evil i, I really wouldn't call alan wake a horror it's more like suspenseful um trying to think of some other horror games i'm probably you know leaving something out that i that I shouldn't be but uh resident evil and dead space kind of really you know really jump out to me the most as the you know two big like really big horror games i did play callisto protocol but that was from the same people that made dead space but in callisto it had its problems and uh you know that's, that's a whole other story on its own and i digress but anyway uh getting back to alan wake too like when i first started playing the game th the first thing you're going to notice is the graphics are fantastic and the graphics are beautiful because this game is made in unreal engine 5 i know right before the game came out they dropped the specs or you know the recommended specs for what you know what, what you would need to run the game and i was kind of a little worried because i have uh msi creator 15 
laptop but i was kind of worried you know maybe I, I don't know if my laptop would be able to run this game i'm, I'm not i'm not quite sure but uh it, it ran it you know i had to do i had to tweak a few settings as i always do you know a lot of stuff that i don't pay attention to i turn down uh, like a lot of the shadows and, and uh stuff like that I, I turn all that stuff down because it's just not something i really pay attention to but everything else i kind of bump up a little bit but i was getting around like 80 80 anywhere from 80 to 85 frames a second and uh, that was completely playable i feel like anything over 60 is 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 playable to me for the most part like i said i got around like 80 frames there were some times where it got a little uh intense and the frames did drop a little bit you know sub 60 frames a second but uh those those were few and far between all in all i mean my i'm, I'm proud of my laptop because it ran it pretty well and it, the, like i say the with it being a, a really intensive game i was i was really proud of my, my you know my hardware for for pulling through unfortunately i wasn't able to turn on like the ray tracing to get all the bells and whistles and you know get the the the, uh, the extra beautiful reflections uh there is like screen space reflections and stuff in the game so you do get that and it looks just as good as ray tracing without the huge performance hit but uh graphics graphics is one of the things i really liked about it another thing i really liked about a game the game is the whole mind space thing and uh what this is is throughout the game you'll play as you'll play as two characters you'll play as saga anderson which is the fbi agent and then you'll play as alan wake and it kind of flops back and two between the two uh but when you're playing a saga uh, you get to go what is into this place called the Mayan place, and what it is is you're basically like solving uh, murders and, and solving stuff. Like uh, you know, I'm sure you've watched like Law and Order before, and you've seen where they have like pictures up on the wall, and then they have like the 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 thumbtacks with the red string, you know, going down to another picture, and then the red string going to another picture, and it's kind of like a, a like a like a wall of, of I guess like of evidence or whatever stuff like that, stuff that help you solve the case. But uh, what you do throughout the game is you'll you'll get like these pictures, and you have to like put it up on the wall. And kind of like solve the solve the case uh for me that was kind of a bonus because I, I i'm really like really big into true crime so i felt like i was solving a murder or not not necessarily a murder but i was you know solving a case i, I really like true crime so that's something i enjoyed you know listening to true crime uh that may make me a, a weirdo i'm not sure uh, a lot of people like true crime but uh, that's neither here nor there but anyway i i really enjoyed the, the whole mind space aspect when you're playing as alan wake he's kind of got a mind space but his mind space isn't really trying to like solve anything it's more like uh you can you can change aspects of the game because you know alan wake is the author of you know of the book and he can go into his mind space and he can you know change the different scenes in the game to make different things happen that comes into play when you're actually playing the game because you have to change the scene around to make different things happen to progress further in the game but the whole mind place thing was a really cool part of the game a really cool aspect i really like that a really lot uh just i mean I, i've never really experienced anything like that in the game before so I, th I thought that was really cool the campaign i think was maybe like 25 to 30 hours i think somewhere around in that ballpark i'm not really sure uh it was definitely longer than like 10 or 15 and absolutely longer than the new call of duty campaign not really trying to take shots here but uh i think it was around like 30 hours i felt full i guess you could say like when i got done with the campaign i felt satisfied i really enjoyed the game and i, I thought it was fantastic saga anderson is a really awesome character uh, also when you're playing throughout the game you'll notice that there's a lot of um there's a lot of live action stuff going on there's like cutscenes where the character i guess that they do you know mocapped alan wake and mocap saga and i mean it's not even so much shame it's pretty much like every character in the game at some point and throughout the game you'll see like a live action part with them in it and uh there's a uh, kind of like a lot of live action stuff as well there's there's two like really cool parts of the game where the live action is and it's got like music and, and everything that was really satisfying i really enjoyed those parts and um I, I thought it was really cool how they implemented the live action it's as far as like being scary uh the game was the game wasn't really all that scary i mean i'm not gonna sit here and say that it didn't scare me because there's a lot of like jump scares in the game because like when you're playing through the game and i'm not really trying to spoil it for anyone like if you i mean i guess if you made it this far into the, the podcast it's too little too late but if you haven't played it yet i mean 
stop, you know, don't go any further because I really don't want to like spoil the game any more than I already have. But anyway, like if you're still listening, if you know, when you're playing through the game, they have like these jump scares that have, like these cutscenes on the screen that happen, like, and it's uh, it's, it's like a live action face or whatever, but it's like black and white and it's like really, and, and the, the sound is like really loud because I play with headphones on. So, uh, I mean, I'm like really immersed in the game. So when you're sitting here playing, and I also have noise canceled on the headphones, so I can't hear, you know, anything going on around me. But like when you're playing through the game, those cutscenes happen, it kind of like it'll it'll startle you if you're not really ready for it and i kind of feel like they go a little overboard with it they do a lot they do it a lot like they they'll these cutscenes happen you know frequently towards the end of the game i kind of got used to it i kind of knew they were coming like i mean you don't really know when you're going to get hit with the cutscene, but you you know at some point you're it's bound to happen I'm not going to say if the game didn't scare me. It was definitely with those cutscenes, man, it's really creepy. And, uh, they, they, I mean, those cutscenes are like, like I say, they put them in the game a lot. So, but by the end of the game, I kind of, you know, kind of got used to them and kind of was anticipating them. So they wasn't as scary. But all in all, man, I, I really loved Alan Wake too. I voted for it for game of the year. I know that's not really fair, seeing as how Alan Wake came out like a couple of weeks ago. I feel like, you know, with a game that comes out towards the end of the year, I don't really see how it could possibly be game of the year because it hasn't really held, it hasn't really held up, you know, the year. Like, um, a game that come out back in like january february march and then it gets nominated for a game of the year i feel like that's fair because that game pretty much held up all of 2023 but a game that comes out like august september october november or something around in there i don't feel like that's a fair to be nominated for game of the year like zelda tears of the kingdom got nominated for game of the year but that's fair because that game came out back in may so for the majority of 2023 that game kind of held up and was stayed at the at the top um i'm, I'm trying to think of the other game spider-man got nominated uh Baldur's Gate 3 got nominated uh, Spider-Man's fantastic game I love Spider-Man 3 it's phenomenal Baldur's Gate is kind of a I've got Baldur's Gate and I played a little bit of it but I'm not really big into D&D like I bought the game just because everybody was talking about how great it was so I, I bought it not really knowing a damn thing about D&D so I, like I, I played a little bit of it and I'm trying to learn the game like what little bit I played I enjoyed but it just didn't get my vote for game of the year because it just it wasn't the game that I enjoyed the most like the two games that I uh, I mean well, it's probably more than two games but the, the, the off the top of my head the games that I really enjoyed this year were definitely Liza p and alan wake 2 you know spider-man 3 uh i have tears of the kingdom i just haven't i like rarely play my switch it's few and far between when i play it but i do have it on switch and uh tears of the kingdom is great i, I knew that game was going to get nominated because it's just such a massive game and everyone loves zelda and and link and it's just uh, i that was a no-brainer that, that game is going to get nominated and i knew Baldur's gate 3 was going to get nominated because of how much love that game gets and just the praise that it's getting but not to get off topic again but i, I kind of want to get back to and wrap up about alan wake I've, I've been wanting to sit down and, and record this episode about alan wake 2 because i just i i thoroughly enjoyed the game and like i say i voted for it for game of the, game of the year even though it's not really fair but i just thought it was that fantastic that i should get my vote and i would definitely go through it again uh, i've kind of moved on i'm trying to, i'm trying to wrap up playing spider-man 3 i'm just trying to go through these games i've got in my backlog that i that i haven't finished or i haven't even played hence why you know i played miles morales but um all in all alan wake 2 highly recommend it if you if you've played alan wake 1 and you, you liked it alan wake 2 is even better so uh if you haven't played alan wake 1 and you're curious about alan wake 2 from what i understand you don't really have to play these games in, in you know in unison to get like a, a story or anything so uh definitely recommend alan wake 2 it's a fantastic game if you're going to play on pc just make sure you got a beefy enough pc to, to run it because you got to have a hell of a machine to run that game uh, if you're playing on console you know of course you're going to be all right because those games are you know made for that console but um, all in all if you're curious about alan wake 2 definitely pick it up i loved it voted for it for game of the year i thought it was that good and, and it was fantastic and i was extremely satisfied and I, I loved every minute of it and i thought it was great so that's all i got for you guys i'll catch you guys on the next one stay cool keep on gaming peace <laughs>